Hey, y'all. You are listening to Situationships, the podcast where black millennials from across the relationship spectrum, from singledom to divorced, share their personal stories to uncover hard-learned lessons of love. I'm your host, Randy. Hey, y'all. This is Randy. So this is part three of the Millennial Dating Series. If you haven't heard already, I interviewed young black professionals to get their take on aspects of modern dating. I asked them about their perspectives on things like ghosting, paying for dates, using dating apps, and the joys and challenges of modern day dating. On this episode, we hear from Christina, a married professional living and working in Baltimore. As a married woman who has been with her partner for over six years, Christina provides her perspective on dating from her past experience and from being an onlooker to the dating adventures of her girlfriends and siblings. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and rate the pod and leave a review. Don't forget to join the Situationships Podcast Facebook community where ladies are sharing dating and relationship tips and insights that they've learned through trial and error. And lastly, let's connect on social media. You can find me at Situationships Pod on Instagram and Facebook and at Situations Pod on Twitter. All right. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Um, my name is Christina. I live in Baltimore. I work in vendor management. And. Oh, I'm 30, 31. I'm, girl, I mean, I'm thirty. I'm yeah. <laughs> like, it's like I'm in the thirty range. Right, exactly. You know what I am. <laughs> right. <laughs> Old enough. I'm grown. Yes, I'm grown. <laughs> Paying these bills. Hello. Um. So why do you think dating and courtship are so hard? Oh, in this day and age, I think it's. I don't know. I think we're there are a number of different factors. One, I think, is that we're out here gaining careers and I think the dynamics between like what people want at the t- at this stage in their life is not necessarily what they're the people that they're attracting what they're looking for in this stage in their life it's so it's like if you don't we're it, we're in the stage of like options right so if you don't like what I want that's okay there's other people out here who's looking for what you know and so it, you're you're on this I guess this con some of us are in this constant quest to look for um, someone who is going to give us just that. And some of us are just okay playing the field. Like, um, and also the on media doesn't help. Right. So you got social media, you got apps, you got just the, the idea of dating and what it once was, I think has somehow been like stripped down to like, I know it's just crazy and I've also been out of the dating game for a little while but from what I hear from my friends and like in conversations it's hard and I think it, those are the really two big th- um, players and factors into what um, really makes dating so complicated today so when you were dating what did you find most and least enjoyable about it <sighs> least enjoyable is like everyone pu- everyone puts on their very best version of themselves that first date those first couple of dates those first couple of weeks and then all of a sudden like you know the, what, what I hate about it is just like realizing that that's not who you are 
And then it's like, oh, man, I got to go through this all over again. Like, I really saw potential in you. And that potential just like, oh, no, like that, I can't even like try to give you potential because this, that's completely not what, um, you know, you just let me on or just, you know, putting on this false facade of, of who you are. And it's not I, I, that's the one thing I did, just did not like at all. Um, wasting my time. What did you like time. about dating? Um, I think, hmm, dating. I like going on dates. I like meeting new people. Um, so at the end of it, sometimes it really just blossoms either into friendships, like not even necessarily friendships, but someone that I can at least keep in contact with, you know, um, as an associate, if you will, if it didn't necessarily work out romantically. Um, but just meeting people from all over the world and really getting an idea of like, what it is that you do like who do you like what types of characteristics are you looking for in a potential mate um and that whole idea that was that discovery phase if you will I think is what I did enjoy the most um do you think there are different challenges for black millennials in dating or looking for love Mm -hmm. oh Yes, but I think I've also been there for a while. So we know that um, black women are out here like doing a damn thing out here pursuing advanced degrees at a higher rate than most black, you know, black than their black counterparts. So it's like um, that's hard, too. Right. So sometimes you'll hear that women are kind of keeping their options over not necessarily lowering their standards, but lowering their requirements and what they want a potential mate where they want somebody who can match them academically but that's not necessarily what they're either attracting or seeing out there in the dating atmosphere so I think that's one challenge for black millennials um right now in the dating world I don't think that's like the biggest one too and just playing games just men out here playing games okay women playing games too they're playing a little games but the large majority of it is our I think is is our black men there's just a plethora there's an op there are the options for them right so there's no haste to um settle down and find someone there there really isn't um and so for the minority i think it's just like you know like of course they're on it they're they're trying or they're open to finding that mate but i think for the large majority of men they're just not no so they want their cake and eating eating it too 100 i say that all the time men want their cake and eat it too they yes. want your time. They want your attention. They like your company. You're smart. Mm. You're pretty. Maybe y'all having sex or whatever. Yeah. But uh, they don't want to be responsible for your feelings and emotions and well-being. Nope. And uh, get the best of all the worlds if you do that. And when it becomes too much, oh, okay, you are drama or, you know, oh, you're too emotional too when your feelings are out. You know, you got you have too many standards and it's time to go. It's easy to exit stage left. So... Um, like I said, <laughs> playing games. Okay. Um, so what about texting while dating or while you were dating or whatever? Um, mm. <coughs> so back when you were like still playing the field, mm-hmm. did you have like a texting etiquette or like rules that you followed when it came to texting or communicating via text? Um, I like texting at uh, certain times, but you know. There are certain people you allow. You just allow that late night. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, that 
of a kind of day. You did just just late night. What are you doing? Text. Um, but you know, time is definitely respect my time um, for sure. Um, I don't know it. Text is often the preferable is still the preferred method of communication for me. So like calling and having like those long three four hour conversations, it's like it wasn't really a thing and still isn't a thing for me. So it's like you know that's our primary method. Um, but I, I, yeah, I think the, the only things I really require were just being respectful of my time, just. Especially if we weren't, like, if we were just starting off, we just went on a date, we're first date, we're just kind of hanging out, just kind of getting to know each other. Um, yes, definitely don't text me while crazy at 3 a.m. What about, like, too little texting? Like, if someone was, what like, taking doing? a really long time to respond to your messages or, like, oh. I don't know, just maybe seemed less engaged over text than in person. Like, did you ever experience yeah. that or... Yeah, so it's like you're, you're, I'm impatient naturally, so it's just like, okay, so I texted you, you should, you have your phone, I know it's right next to you, or it's in your pocket, so therefore I know that you received it, and this is also, I think, before the age of, like, read receipts, so you could have definitely looked at your text message. <laughs> I know you synced it, you synced <laughs> it. Um, so that bothered me, of course, because it's like, okay, you know, and then you play that game. Well, he text, didn't text me for an hour. I'm not going to text him back for two hours when he does text me. So you get into this game, it's unnecessary foolishness. But that's what I played. Um, you know, so if you, um, you know, just I think those short, what are you doing? Or hey, or the yes, just being very short. And then also taking time, like hours, that annoys me. Oh, God, it would get under my skin. Like, you know. Like, yeah, hey, like, I'm just leaving work or, you know, just, you know, out with my friends. You know, what are you doing later? I'm chilling. Okay. (laughs) Goodbye, sir. Don't ask me what I'm doing unless you have plans for me. For real. Like, for real. Don't hit me with WI. It's funny because I actually send WID texts to guys <laughs> just because I think it's funny. <laughs> to, well, like, see, act in like that a nigga. case, it's <laughs> different. But now when you're receiving and you actually really like this person or you see potential and you're like, uh, you're going to send me what? Come on. We can have a more. I mean, the, the, we're not limited to 140 characters. So, therefore, you can you can send a little bit more context into, you know, what are you doing? How was your day? And genuinely care. Don't. Right. Act interested. Oh, yeah. Act interested. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's so frustrating. Do you, did you, or do you, I guess, still, like, with your your partner, do you guys use, like, I don't know, more like flirty ways of communicating over text or any other certain type of style. Like, are you, do you change how you text when you're, like, texting with a romantic partner versus, like, just a friend or somebody else? Um, I would say a little bit. A little bit. But not, I mean, I think it comes with the territory, right? So it's like, if you want to send a sexy or cute text, like that's you know you have a little lingo you have a little mm-hmm. thing but if you're I mean if I'm not gonna send the same text to my girlfriends um, or talk the same way that right. I would and it even might be a little even crazier with my girlfriends to be honest because we're gonna get into details um, with group chats are crazy <laughs> uh, but yeah it it does change and you want to get a little you know you want to keep it fun and 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 spontaneous especially if that's your primary method of communication anyway so it can get it's hard to to put tone into 
um, you know, your your text message. So you do have to have a little bit of flair. So yeah, I still do that. You know, no one wants to, hey, how are you? I can't wait to see you tonight. Like, that still right. implies something, but, like, it could be like, okay, I can't wait to see you. You know, other than, like, you know, you can put a couple emojis, like, can't, you know, or, you know, just make it a little spicy. But um, definitely change it up. So you definitely prefer text over calling. Yes. However, like, when you were new, getting into something, talking to somebody, y'all still, like, feeling each other out, did you have, like, a preference for how often they called or if they, I don't know, chose to call over text over certain times? Uh, like, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, Because yeah. I feel like generally we're, like, pick up the phone. If you call I me, call. it means you're kind of serious. So, yeah. But, like, I don't know. Did you have those feelings or thoughts or – like to talk every day like at least if it's in some court form of communication so whether it's a call or whether it's text um you know text being the preferred option then yeah i think every at least daily daily um like if you're going a day maybe of course if you have something that of course legitimately makes sense um that you're doing then yeah handle your life but if you're checking in a text takes like five seconds really just to say hey thinking of you or hey you know i miss you or anything it can be anything that can really help to just be that little bit like hey like you know i'm still interested in um you know this is our our communication for the day for this time but at least every day it's funny because um, a couple of years ago i was talking to this guy and we would text like daily mm-hmm. every you know once in a while there'd be a day like a day would go by and neither of us text each other and it would just you know i just try to act cool like you yeah. know he's probably just busy you know i'm living my life he living his life That's and then there was one time that it was like he didn't text me all day and then i like called him the next day and he didn't answer the phone and then, like, maybe later that day or the next day, I finally heard from him. Like an Issa Rae. Kind of. Uh, a little bit. Yeah, but this was, this was, like, I wasn't freaking out. But, well, that's not true. Well, that's <laughs> not true at all. Because <laughs> now me, you're like, he doesn't want it. He's like, me. he's ignore me. It's done. It's over. Too emotional. He's not going to like me. I said yep. too many different things. Yep. I shouldn't have asked him about his mom and his back history. And now you're thinking about all this stuff. And really, he's just, like, probably... And then for me, it always goes into, well, what's wrong with you? Like, will anybody ever, like, can you ever be yourself? And and that's really what sends me down a spiral. Um, Mm. But I went down that spiral. I remember, I still remember sitting in the bathroom, calling my mom, trying not to cry. And then she was like, Randy, take the day off. Like, you clearly are upset. Just, like, stay home and chill. And it's funny because that was the beginning and the end. (laughs) 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 Because I ended up, we ended up connecting. And I realized that I cared, that I had some emotions invested. Yeah. And I needed to figure out what was going on and what we were doing and whether what I needed to do with my emotions. Yes. And we talked. And that's when I found out that he had just got out of a three or four year relationship Mm -hmm. with someone he wanted to marry who broke up with him 
um, whose picture he still had up on the refrigerator. Um, so he hadn't. He's not over it. Was, was no. not over I mean, all. and admitted to it. He was like, oh, I, okay. I, well, he was like, I still have baggage. I'm still working through it. But I was like, nigga, why would you tell me this <laughs> after two months? Why do I have to ask you? That's like first date. Um, you know, so that's what I'm saying. They put on this facade. Everything's good. The best version of themselves. They think that they're over something. They think that they're through it. They think that they're ready. You know, or they just want to see their options. Mm-hmm. And then you waste all this time trying to get to know somebody like, and it goes to you. You met me on my 30th birthday. Oh. So what about me being 30 made you think I was here for fun and games? What made you think I had time? Listen, I don't even like the amount of time I have between the time that I get home from work and when Hello? I go to bed. Hello? So what makes you think that I have enough of it to, for you to waste? Girl. I've got groceries to buy. i got things to do. Do you want to date me or not? Yeah. No, we, and then, sorry, this is not supposed to be about, <laughs> not supposed to be about this, but like he lived in Hyattsville and I lived in Baltimore. And so it was an hour was a hike. and he was coming up every weekend to see me. So I was like, oh, we're, this is a thing. That's like, his waste of gas. That's, that's exactly what it was. Oh, wow. Um, but it's also funny because he is probably the only, yeah, he's the only person who I had any extended like situation with who it just, we ended it Mm -hmm. and it ended and we have not talked to each other a single day ever since. Um, I remember we, it got weird. We talked, we had like a really long conversation and I was like, well, maybe we can still do this. Then we had mm-hmm. another really long conversation. And then I had made it up in my mind that I just, like, this wasn't going to be a thing anymore. I and know. I needed to fall back. And I started being distant. He picked up on it and never called me again. And I never called him again. And I still have not heard from him. He's probably living his best life in D.C. public schools. Oh, well. Um, but sure. anywho, that, yeah. Whatever. Get over yourself. She ain't yeah. coming back. I will say, though, and you know, that's something maybe I should add a question. Um, I th- I do feel like men in their 30s are more likely to leave you alone once you say you want to be left alone. Like, I, I feel like guys would pop up a lot mm. when I was younger. Um, but now, especially when you clearly communicate, like, this isn't what I'm looking for. I'm sorry. Like, I don't come back you know. in your life three months later. Texting right. You. Just like, first of all, how you doing? And all the feelings come back. Like, what? They know that. What? Know yes, that. of course I'm available. I right. shouldn't be available. Yes. Yes, I'm you, still single. Yes. What, <laughs> what you want? <laughs> it's like, no, I didn't mean to do that. I was going through some things. Da, 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 da. It's just the 30 year old me would not accept that behavior. Mm-hmm. But the 25, 24 year old me was like, well, maybe. That, you know, he's still interested. Let me make a seat. This right. seat. Here you go. <laughs> Come on, sit down. Let's let's talk about this. Why did right. you leave? Why? And they do it again. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <sighs> um, so when do you think is the right time to have the talk about what you're looking for in dating or relationships or whatever? Hmm. See, this is now the older me. So now I'm like, listen, from the beginning. Like, you just don't have time to waste. And not even that you don't have time to waste, but why go through the whole dating motion, go on a couple dates, you know, start investing feelings in real time if you really haven't had the conversation to be like, this is what I'm looking for. You know, these are my goals. Like, where do you fit? Like, don't, you know, I don't have time for anything else. Do you 
is this something that you can you know that you're interested in and mind you know do we want to make this work or not even saying you have to make a relationship Are we just looking for the same thing yes that's it it's not so much like you know is it just dinner is it just us hanging out is that what this is then that's cool if we're both okay with that but if you're not and you are you know looking to be in a you know relationship with someone I think that you have every right to make that known the very first time that you meet somebody so I mean not when you meet him out at the bar you know yes I'm looking for a relationship um a relationship a relationship <laughs> you know like two people who are exclusive together but more like okay after you've had the phone conversation whether it be a phone or a text message then you're going on your date you're like listen so what are we looking for um that's I think that's a good time to have that conversation have you you've never used dating apps no wow it's no. kind of crazy no, but I have helped How friends set them up. How long have you guys been up? together? My husband and I, yeah. uh, we've been together for almost six years. Oh, wow. So, yeah. yeah, wow. Six and a half, if you count when we're so talking, you're like, like we're not really dating. So, you were, like, 25 when mm-hmm. you met. Mm-hmm. So, dang, yeah, it's just we as, knew as like, years for fire. So, yeah. Dating apps and stuff, like. Yeah, so I was, like, this whole thing about dating. Yeah, I've helped friends create profiles. But, I mean, the extent to, of, like, online dating, like, I mean, uh, what was that? What was the the Match.com? Uh-huh. Like, that was when, that was, like, oh, pretty popping at that age. Like, oh, okay, we get Match.com. Black People Connect. Mm-hmm. Um, shoot. Ooh, MySpace, Facebook, all that stuff. I do that. So, <laughs> this is just, like, a sad question. Let's say, like, this is not me. This is, we're going to wish and pray for the best. Mm-hmm. But very hypothetically. If hypothetically you ended your relationship, mm-hmm. would you be open to using online dating? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard success stories from it. Um, people who've met their, you know, their lifetime, you know, partner, and, and they're still together to this day. So I don't think I think it just it's the method and it's how you use it, right? So, um, and I think when you meet the person, I think there's the 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 reason why some people are hesitant to use the apps are like, oh, you're going to find a crazy person on those. Like, you can find a crazy person when you sit, meet them at the bar and then ask them to go on a date with you the next day. It's just like you can meet people, crazy people all the time. So that's not necessarily a factor into – of course, you need to t- take ca- – um, you know, be cautious, but I'm, it's not going to be the reason why I wouldn't use it. So it's not my first choice, but – yeah, no, I had a stigma against online dating for a, a long time. And I, w- I literally used to say I wouldn't try it until I was 35 um, and just really desperate. I was like, it's for desperate people. Like, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I bet think that's also the thing, too. Yeah, like, and so I'm curious if you still have, apps. like, since you haven't used it, like, and you maybe you haven't, like, gotten that stigma removed or something. Yeah. I'm just curious what your perspective Because now no, I'm just I'm like. like I think it's fine. Yeah. Like, there, and there's so many out there, right? So, but, like, of course, Tinder had its own kind of. You know, like you're using Tinder because you're trying to look for one night stands. Right. You know, and um, the app situation, when I worked um, at the health department, like I really started to get into um, or started to get a better understanding of how people used apps, especially when they were using apps for sex. Mm-hmm. So I knew um, like about them and how people use them. So that also kind of added a little bit of a stigma to it. It's like, mm-hmm. well, why would you want to use that? Most people are just using because they want to find random one, you know, random one night stands. It's kind of wham, bam. Yeah. But to hear people still using some of those same apps 
and they found like lifetime partners then that's like oh that's awesome like yeah. there's there is hope you know for that use not yeah. even that it's hope like as if it was to come, you know, it's possible it's like, still possible yeah, yeah. so um it's no, funny not completely against it tinder is my least favorite of the apps i've i've you i've definitely used tinder on and off and swiped on people i think i've only mm-hmm. met one person off of tinder and he was cool he's actually like popping he's just like we're not compatible like personality wise but like on paper i would recommend him to other people like if i thought they were compatible yes he's super insecure but that's a whole other story Um, (laughs) and you do have to do that we don't do that enough like and i was talking i don't know where i was reading that oh i think it was like in a my league podcast too about like you know helping your single friends like Mm. not helping them like as if it's your mission but like if you know uh, that they're uh you know you know trying they're either looking and they're searching and they're single and they're looking for somebody and you know somebody who'll be a great fit like hey what are you doing are you interested in going on a date like you know being that you know, um wing woman or wing man if you will for your single friends so next year is the year for all of my friends it's actually funny so <laughs> Um, my best friend recently met somebody that she's really interested in. Okay. And this is the first time, this is the second time that this, like, it, she's met someone since I've known her. Okay. That it, it's been like, I really like him. Like, on some, this might turn into something. And the last Ooh. guy, I mean, it was her boyfriend. Um, okay. And they were together for like four years. And then so, and then she's been single for the past like three years or something like okay. that. And so she's meeting somebody. This other girl in our friend circle just met somebody, too, who she's really excited about. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, 2019 is going to be our year, guys. And I was like, who's your year? year? Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't allow yourself to sulk. Continue. Well, it's it's funny because I I look at it as I don't want to – I'm trying to adjust my mindset about it because mm-hmm. I can be very cynical and just because I think it's funny to be like, it's never going to happen for me. Um, right. All of a sudden, tomorrow, guys. Right. But then at the same time, I'm 31 and I've never been in a relationship. So, like, for real, like, it's never going <laughs> to Like, on one hand, it's like, no, like, I'm not I'm not super hopeful because I've been hopeful for so long. And yeah, here we are. Okay. Um but it's just weird to like have my friends. Because I've also, most of my friends are single. Most of my mm-hmm. close girlfriends are single and not, like nowhere near marriage, nowhere okay. near babies or any of that. So to have a friend who's just like getting booed up, it's like weird for me. I'm a oh, little bit sad. I, as I was going to ask, I was wondering a follow up question. So, like, how do you feel? Like, you know. Honestly, initially, I was a little like just a touch salty if i'm mm. being really honest um because that's yeah, also that's, i think that's real i think that's honest that's fine <laughs> and i also like i'm just not i don't trust men mm. generally and don't so I, she told me all house. these great things and i was just like okay well we'll see <laughs> we will see but you gotta be happy for your friend. You gotta yeah, imagine right. And now, deep inside, you're gonna be like, mm-hmm, "We'll see." But in the face, you're like, "Girl, that is so exciting." Because then she's not gonna want to tell exactly, you anything. Exactly. So, you know? I, like as she was telling me the first time, I was like, in my head, I was like, "I feel the saltiness," but you need to yeah. fix fix your tone. Like, act excited, mm-hmm. fake it till you make it, whatever. And now I actually am excited for her. Good. Um, and I will say, cause 
and the good thing is, is like it it makes me more hopeful again. Yeah. You know, because sometimes it's like niggas ain't shit. And <laughs> so. don't forget that he, even though he may be in a, you know, he's trying to get be with your best friend. He may have and should have a circle of friends, cousins, second cousins, six degrees of separation. It's, you know, there should somebody, be somebody right. in that who he can, you know, who might be a potential for you as yeah. well. You don't know how to look at it from that strat- particular strategy, but I'm just saying yeah. that it's a potential. Yeah. So, you know, if you're that more happy friend, like they may be more inclined to invite you to like, you know, hey, we're going to go out to so-and-so's get-together. Come out. Come with us. Yeah. Yes, I'll go. And I'm going with my finest outfit, <laughs> put on my nicest shoes. Yes. That's what? Real. That's real. Hair done. Because um, I do think a lot of it, a, a lot of it is about just being intentional, I mm-hmm. guess. Like, yeah. and, and that's what I've heard. Like, when people are like, I'm going to find a husband this year. A lot of times I do. I mean, not always, but like you hear stories about like you have to go after and be proactive about what you want. You know, Patrice, like she was on um, the last episode of um, season one. She talked about how she made a goal. She was like, by the end of this year, I want to be in love and I want to say I love you and I want them to say I love you back. And we both mean it. And that's she had that. Exactly. And so, yeah. Um, but I also tell my sister all the time. My sister is like a homebody and she's kind of like the complete opposite of me where I was like, you know, I'm, not, I'm dating now, you know, and, mar- and married and what have you. But my sister is not like she could be at home. And I sent her a meme the other day and it was like, hey, future wife, at some point we have to leave the house and find each other. You're probably a homebody like me. And I was like, this is you. But you have to like at least go to Target, sis. Like go outside, go get your car washed, go somewhere. I it's know. like he's not going to find you at where, where you were. He's not coming. He's not coming. He's not coming. Knock on your door yeah. either. Get out and be intentional about, but she's also not trying to, you know, she's not looking yeah. actively pursuing it. But, you know, I'm like big sister, like, um, no, we're going to, we're going to find you a husband. Cause I'm not going to be the only person who's going to be, you know, booed up here. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah, no, well, I mean, yeah, we'll, f- we'll figure it out. But yes. I agree that cause it's funny. I saw something on Instagram too, a couple weeks ago. It was like, I guess I'm a married Uber Eats man or <laughs> <laughs> the, the Amazon delivery guy. Yes, I'm the only niggas I see. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Anyway. Oh, um, so have you ever been afraid to initiate that talk with someone? Like, have you been afraid that it would scare somebody off? The what are you looking for talk? Yeah. I mean, you like on paper like this person looks good right like they are like everything they're gonna be perfect but if I show him and I tell him like I'm really interested in you know getting into a relationship then they're gonna be like oh well that's just not where I'm at right now you know and then it's gonna be like no you were the one okay I'm not looking for that anymore it's fine we whatever we can just kind of do this the kind of roller coaster thing um but and you lie to yourself. You're like, I yeah. mean, I'm not really looking. Like, yeah, I wasn't really looking. Yeah, I was just, I was just I'm playing. I'm so young. <laughs> I'm so young. And then you get yourself into this, like, whirlwind cycle of, like, not, you know, crying and you're all upset because you had expectations and they weren't met. And it's just, it's not healthy. <laughs> so I think it's, it's, I have faced it where I was like, listen, I don't know. Not, it didn't come up the first date. It surely didn't come up the second or third date. But I was like, listen, like, I, I like you. Um, you like me? I think we should, you know, be, you know, this is what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a relationship. Um, 
And he just told me flat out that this wasn't what he was looking for. He's not looking for a relationship right now. Mm-hmm. And so at that point, I had to make a decision. Or do we continue to be friends? Yeah. Do we kind of see where this goes? And you're young. And you're like, well, you know where it's going to go. It's not going to go anywhere. So, um, you know, or do you just say, like, well, it was nice getting to know you because I don't want to you know, continue to develop those feelings and then get hurt. <coughs> so you have to be. Um, what did I you do? We ended up being friends because we had mutual friends. Okay, okay. Yeah, that ended up not working out in that way that we want that I wanted, mm-hmm. but we ended up still being cool. So I was like, well, I'm not going to continue this because I know it's going ahead, and we have too many mutual friends. So um, let's just be, let's just be yeah, cool, and yeah. I'll exit stage left. Yeah, and to like not make it too messy or complicated because no, no you do messy. have mutual friends. Yes. Um, so do you think that you should initiate that kind of conversation if you are the one who's just looking for something casual? No. Do men do it? No. Sometimes they do say, listen, listen, I'm not looking for nothing serious. Then that's like, okay, that's a courtesy. Thank you so much. But if that's what I'm I'm not going to come out and be like, well, let's just see where this goes. No, 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 (laughs) hell to the hell no. So when you do have that conversation, like, how do you approach it? What kind of questions do you ask? Um, so, of course, I start with the whole, like, hey, this is what I'm looking for. You know, um, maybe a little back history into, like, when my last relationship was. When was your last relationship? If you haven't already discussed it. Um, and then, like, all right, so, like, you know, what have your past relationships look like, been like? And, you know, why did it end? Kind of getting a backstory into what really kind of gauge like are you over your last relationship you know you could say it was like six months ago or you know two years ago and you're still not over it you know so therefore am I willing to invest in you emotionally and you're not even trying to invest in me if we've agreed that we're going to continue to see each other exclusively you know um and then I think it just kind of evolves from there like okay so you know what is your family life like and you kind of get into those kind of getting to know you questions but you're you're both under the same understanding if you've agreed to continue the relationship further. So if it's like, hey, I want to see you romantically and exclusively, you know, then you're starting to really get to the second, the other stage of like getting to know you. If it's nothing, it's just like, hey, we just want to be friends. You can still get to know the person, um, but you both have that understanding that it's not going to kind of mature romantically anymore. And so that, so. Do you feel like there is a timeline or, I don't know, around, like, seeing, deciding to date people exclusively. And, like, is there a difference between deciding to date someone exclusively and that person being your boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever? Hmm. Me now says, yes, there's a difference. Me then was like, okay, so we're talking and, like, you know, like, we're not going to start seeing anybody else, right? We're not, we haven't necessarily called each other's boyfriend and girlfriend, but like we're we're talking like you know that basically implies that we are you know like, like in a couple weeks boo. like we about to lock this down. Other, me, right. his whole his mom his whole family um you know so basically we're together um but i think now it's like i think those two are the same so it's like are we being mutually exclusive and are we agreeing to see each other romantically and are we what are we calling this yeah. um are we in a relationship um, and so, and that, like I said, doesn't have to be the first, that's not the first date. Um, I hope it's not the first date. Cause well, it's, in some people's cases, it does happen. 
Um, but I don't think it happens the first date. Sometimes you're in most, at least in this day and age, I think you're like, you're dating other people or just, you know, you're not necessarily seeing anyone exclusively at this point until you've really come to, um, you know, that role to where like, okay, this person is really interested. He's like really telling me like, yo, I don't want you to see anybody else. I'm really interested in you. Like, I really want to take this to the next level. I I want you to be my girlfriend. It's like, okay, well. Yeah, that was what I was feeling. I was just kind of, you know, going on other dates um, until that was until you told me that. So, <laughs> so everybody else, you know, you cut off. But that could be, you know, I don't know a month. It could be two months. It could be a couple months. Um, so, but in the meantime, you're still seeing seeing other people. You're still going on dates. Yeah. Until that happens um, for you. So, but you can genuinely. T- I think you could tell, like. All right, so, like, we're kind of doing this. Like, we're hanging out all the time, and obviously you like me, and obviously I like you, and you're asking me to come over to, you know, just, you, you basically know, but you're waiting for that confirmation. Right. Um, and it's going to happen automatically, so a couple months. It also doesn't fine. always happen. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> you can take it to Mama's house and still not get, any, not get a title. The one so. time that I got my little heart broke, we were hanging out all the time, just like we met. We met online we buy some weird i don't know a guy had in store we live like two <laughs> blocks from each other yeah and so we just immediately started hanging out all the time every day yeah, texting sleeping over yeah. it just moved at lightning speed and then and, it, and we were both in school so it was around the holidays so like we weren't in class uh, we just had time yes just yes to <laughs> <laughs> so be laid up yes and, <laughs> And then I, this is literally like three weeks, three and a half, four weeks. Um, I was like, you know, I need to figure out what what we're doing because I'm getting emotionally invested. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, I think we should, like, I'm interested in seeing and like seeing you exclusively. Mm -hmm. He was like, um, I feel like we should still get to know each other. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) How Um, rude. Not to mention that this, this this gentleman um had told me the week before (laughs) it's a long story but like (laughs) we were like sleeping at his apartment and i was actually pretending to be asleep but i was trying to you know i can't sleep next to people and so uh uh he whispered i love you and i was like what (laughs) and i was like this super fast super weird and i decided just not just to continue to act like i was sleeping because i didn't know what to say i wasn't gonna say it back because i yeah i had never like no um, I didn't feel that way, so I wasn't going to say it back, but I was still like, you said that, so that means something that yes. you said that. Um, and then That's I think that like, next the level. next night, he was like, you know, I want to be with you. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And this was also like a late night, mid- middle of the night, com- like random thing that he said. And then mm-hmm. during that conversation, I was, you know, I, I, I was like, I want to see you exclusively. He was like, well, I think, you know, we should still get to know each other. And I was like, well, what about when you told me you <laughs> love me? And he was like, I didn't say that. <gasps> the lies. The Were lies. you? Ooh, I got ira- irate when I tell you. I so I just it. made this up. So I just was. Was there a ghost well, in the room? The funny thing, too, is because I was I'm too grown, too old to probably still be. <laughs> not able to have like as much of a conversation as mm-hmm. I should have been able to at that age. I was 28. Mm-hmm. But I remember like he said it the next day I was, I still remember I said, I thought I heard you say something. Did I hear what I thought I heard you say? And he was like, uh-huh. 
And then when I asked him, I was like, well, when I asked you, you said, I didn't know what you were talking about. I love you. This nigga lie. You he, know, um, it's fine. You know, he's he's not actually technically married, but he has a baby and a boo, and they're building farms and chicken coops oh. and stuff. So so says Instagram. Oh, um, were you interested in building farms? Not in the least. See, see how exactly. that worked out. Because you would have been on a farm it. in some mud. Hammering together some fucking chicken wire. You would have had all the things you plant and your hair because everyone needs exactly. nails. No, I was like, I knew. She I just, saying, I didn't know. It's just, it's just not cool. Exactly. I mean, not. it is cool. Don't. I'm sorry, listeners. Really. <laughs> it is cool for each his own. It's just yes. not for me. It is Chicken not for me. Are not for me. There you go. Um. So, what about um? What are some of your? What were some of your standards for dating? Like, what did you require oh, of a partner? I was like, listen, I want him to come from a, um, you know, <clears throat> a good family home. And good family home meant a number of different things. So if it was single family, then, you know, uh, or single parent, sorry, single fam- single parent ho- household, then it was like, okay, what's your relationship with that parent? You know, what's your relationship with that parent, you know, currently? And what was it like growing up um, in good family? It's like, you know, are you still in touch? You know, how do you treat your family? Is family important to you? Cause that's a value that I still ha- I have. So I want somebody that's going to share that same value. Um, I want them to be educated. You know, I want them to have, um, you know, either pursuing their, you know, bachelor's degree or have completed it. Um I wanted like I wasn't. I wanted to, it's a guy that was gonna have a car. I wasn't trying to take the bus. I'm not trying to pick you up. Um, you know, some people say that's shallow, but I don't have <laughs> time. Uh, you know, I was open to, you know, one child. You know, if you had a child, um, pre- with out of another relationship, one, uh, you know, one uh, one child out of another relationship, I could do. I could do that. Um, although it wasn't my first choice, but I have dated. Um, someone who did have a child, um, and it was fine. It wasn't the relationship was fine. Um, um, what else? I was like, I wanted you to go to church. Some relationship with God that was, you know, important in whatever way that looks to you. Um, have a job. Like that, I was like, wait a minute. I was like, what I'm going through my list. Like what? <laughs> it, uh, job, <laughs> job. A you know benefits. You know, you're a provider. You can take care of yourself. You know, live preferably on your own. You know, um, paying your bills on time, trying to work on good credit. Um, those kinds of things. Those are those are my at least my key things. Your personality, a sense of humor. Um, you know, joke, funny, laugh. You know, what do you like to do? You like to travel? Like that's important to me. Um, traveling and getting out to see and experience, you know, um, other cultures. So that's not the long laundry list because I, I think everyone had a list, right, of things. Got to be over six feet and, um, you know, but that was the that's the good that's the good uh, the standard list at least for me. What were some of your deal breakers? More than one kid. One more than one. More than more than one kid. More than one <laughs> baby's mom. Um, oh. Yeah. So, yeah. What if he had two by the same mama? <laughs> Would you be like, really? There, it's, uh, 
I would have would to know the, the story behind that. Because you got 20 something and you got yeah. two kids by the same lady. It's, what are y'all twins? doing? Right, exactly. They're twins, cool. But that's that's but. different. You didn't plan that. Um, that's fine. Um, but uh, yeah, that. Mm, 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 mm. No. Um, yeah, you just sarcastic. Like, you just have a terrible personality, just a negative disposition. Like, that's just that's her, a huge turn off. Um, from the from the door, um, or you just don't have stable work history. Yeah, uh, stable work history. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you leave at every job after two or three months. <laughs> you know that it's just an issue. Um, okay, I can't commit to things. So, yeah, those were my at least my main deal breakers. Or if you curse like a sailor, like curse like a sailor, like. <laughs> Damn, they can tell you the words that you know in the English language. Cop a dictionary. Just. Uh, sorry. Yes. There <laughs> other words. How had some of your, how had your dating standards changed over time? Hmm. I think over time, I just got more. So I got like that out of the I would call the elementary elementary school play, uh, list where it's like you have all of these ridiculous like these really good standards and you have like these I call them negotiables those are nice nice to haves but like refining the list a lot to make it more um, realistic to what is out there and what you're attracting and what you're really truly interested in and what ma- can what matters most to you and what you can what can be built upon like you can develop um you know in certain areas like if you have a good personality or if you have a your own place and my eyes coming because for me this is godliness for me i don't like mess child don't don't judge my fucking right now i'm in transition um but you know you can develop different skills over time in a relationship and i can help you to do that so you know where are you know just trying to be more realistic and be more um understanding of where people are coming from and and um being more open-minded so I think those that's really how it's changed. It's matured, if you will, as I've matured. Um, do you think that black women and black men have different dating standards from each other? Hmm. And if so, why? Hmm. I don't know. I don't think so. I think at the end of the day, we... S- want those who are pursuing something real right I think we both want the same things right we want someone real we want someone who is you know doing something with something with themselves you know meets our our um our standard you know not necessarily academically but intellectually you know can you hold a good conversation can we talk about other things other than you know just what's happening around you you don't talk about something real um well considering like kind of like we talked about earlier the availability or the pool of available educated professional Mm -hmm. black single men Mm -hmm. do you think that women have to be more flexible with their standards than men do black women and black men Black men now. I mean, not have to, but like, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, black men, they can. They, I think they have options. Like, we have options too, right? But I think we also 
in our heart of hearts, we want someone who's going to meet us at all the levels that we are expecting, you know, so we want them to have an advanced degree, we want them to have a great job, we want them to be ambitious, have a career, you know, not, you know, not have any kids when that's really not necessarily the situation or the dynamics that we're, we're living in today. Um, so flexibility, I think, is is key, but not being so flexible where you're open to just any, you know, not open to just anything or letting some key standards go that you really wouldn't otherwise just because you want to be with this person. It's like, no, no, sis, like, want what you want. Okay. That's what you want. Then get it. Okay. Anything less is not okay. So that's that's Um, How do you think dating standards have changed over time? Hmm. It's different too because it's like culturally, like my dad is from Nigeria. So, you know, it's just different and my mom is from here she's you know from baltimore born and raised so like i had two different perspectives like the topic of like dating is like what is that in my dad's household like what what and i was like but you were dating my mom like te- technically my biological mother you were dating her and then i mean y'all had me but that was just that was part of the thing anyway uh but the the topic of dating is just different Um, so it's like you kind of meet someone and, or you're not necessarily arranged that people are brought to you based upon, you know, similar, um, you know, if they see you as a, as a good compatible match, um, you know, you talk via, you know, letters and over the phone, it's like, okay, this could potentially be someone I want to marry. And it's not even talk of like, okay, do you want to go on a date or do we want to go on several dates? Whereas like my, my mom's side of the family, that was, that was a different conversation. That's how, that's how they did it. So now I think that's kind of shaped my way of thinking about dating or how I've um, kind of seen dating, but, um, or how I've dated, if you will. But over time, I think That was a long-winded way of saying it has changed. You know how you get to the end and you're just like, what in the hell was I talking about? <laughs> no, that's, that's helpful. You could, you could edit out that part of the question. No, I did not like that response. I want all that. Um, I want all the stories and the personal experiences. And um, yeah. So, I mean, like, I think it has changed. It's, I mean, media's played a part into it. I think our phones have played a part into it. Like, it's like when I was in high school, we used to give notes, handwritten notes. I had, like, my high school boyfriend had all of his notes. I gave them back to him after he, you know, was a jerk. Ooh. But, um, yeah, we used to give each other notes, like, in class and passing. And then you'd have these three-hour-long conversations in the evening. Like, you didn't just see each other. Um, and then you get to college and it's kind of like mm-hmm, even more because there's so many more options mm-hmm. for guys. And I think, you know, we're in this also this mode of discovery seeing of like what we really do want. Right. Um, unless, you're, of course, you're coming into college with a relationship. And then as you're getting older, you're like, no, 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 I want something real and serious. So um, the standards kind of change, like your requirements kind of change and you don't you're not accepting of as much as you once were. Um so I think it evolves and it has evolved um, for a number of factors, but that's that's my that's my observation. Um, so social media, do you social media stalk? I used to. Like, what is he doing today? Like, you know, that old ex from high school. First of all, can I say 
your husband has you all up and through his social media. <laughs> I was like, you goddamn right. You better have your boo up and through. I was like, if you don't know, you better know. Yes. That's my girl. Yes. <laughs> I was so proud of him. I was like, that is right. Because I know several men in relationships yes. who you wouldn't be able to tell by their social media accounts. I know. And that's a thin line too, right? So I think it's also personal. That's a personal choice too, like how much you want to share because people, I've seen people who will post like their significant other, like every single week, every single day, but your relationship is shit. Mm-hmm. It, it, y'all on the verge. It's just like, you know, so it's, it's, I think, um, you can only take it with a grain of salt. I mean, I love my boo. <laughs> I love you, boo. Um, and he loves me, too. So, of course, that's different. But, um, yeah, people post the best version of, ver- versions of themselves on social media. So you have the power to put what portray whatever story you want um, and what's going on in your household. So it's only half of it. But, yes, sis, if he hasn't posted at least one picture of you um, in a couple months, then, yes, um, I would. I too would be concerned. <laughs> um, so I guess like when you would like social media stock, what were you what were you hoping to get out of it? See that you were single and unhappy. <laughs> so who okay, so or who are some people who are some people that you would social media stock? My my high school boyfriend, ex slash ex fiance, froze <gasps> me. Yes. Y'all were engaged? Yes, he froze me at eighteen. <laughs> I had no idea. He gave me a ring where the diamond fell out. That thing wasn't real. (laughs) But I was so pressed. I was so pressed. I mean, he gave me some other nice jewelry, but I was like, well, why this one? This is kind of the important one. Why is this falling? (laughs) You need to take this back. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know. He was seeing somebody else on the side, you know, during our relationship, you know, and I was just like, uh, my heart is broken. He ended up proposing to this girl. Oh dang! Oh, yeah, like propose to people. Yeah, we have we broke up. Um, and then after I figured out that he was with her, oh god, it was terrible. It's prom, and I didn't go with him to prom. We were like to going through like a like a weird break, and I'll never forget my best friend who because we I changed schools, so my best friend who was who who went to the same school with him. Um, she went to prom and I like got send her off and did her hair and makeup and everything like that. And I was, I went with her older sister and I went to the mall and I was getting him. I'll never forget when got him some basketball shorts. And then I get a call, um, at home. I'm at home fixing the basketball shorts. And my girl, my best friend's like, you know, he's here with, um, you know, so-and-so. And I was just like, girl, no, take these damn pants back. It was like. I literally just got just got home from buying these basketball shorts, and I was like, "Are you serious?" I was like, "Well, what are they wearing? What are they doing? Are they going as friends? You know, all these things." Yeah. So yeah, I and can't it, that is your friend, <laughs> nigga. You are not taking some other girl to your prom. Are you crazy? Turns out he was in a whole relationship Damn. with her. Y'all coordinated colors and everything. Y'all been planning this shit. I'm sorry. I just got mad for you. I didn't go. <laughs> I didn't go with him because we were not we were not on good terms. Okay. okay. So, um, but that doesn't mean you take somebody else. He yeah. was the thing about it is I now remember he wasn't. He told me he wasn't going. We oh. worked together, so he told me he wasn't even going to prom. Mm-hmm. Then to come to find out, oh, he here, and he with who? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, okay. 
so yeah, I I just Facebook stalk, but he actually is doing. From what I see, he's doing you know very well with himself, and he has he's married to the same girl, and oh. you know they have a whole family, and and I've always not always because in the moment I'm like I hope you you know you know unhappy and single and you know your dick falls off. I just <laughs> um, but I I truly wish the best for people, even though. It didn't, didn't and it didn't work right. because it doesn't necessarily mean that it was my fault or that anything happened because of me. We just weren't right for each other, right. and that's taking maturity, taking growth. And I don't Facebook stalk him anymore, but um, you know when I did, I was like, let me see what's going on here. Mm-hmm. You're trying to find imperfections. Well, your tooth was raggedy, so like <laughs> I don't know why I was into you anyway. You know why was I? Why was I? I don't like tripping. You know so what. Ring don't look good on her finger anyway. <laughs> Where you get her ring? Her ring from? Well, you know, it's just like you know, that's not productive. Right, right. But right. it is, it is fun in the moment. It's but cathartic. It's not pro- yeah, <laughs> you know, you snaggle tooth. Um, so it, it's just fun at those times. But yeah, uh, it's funny. My high school prom, I took this guy. We were actually really good friends in elementary school. We have the same birthday. Oh. We uh, met in elementary school. We were like really good friends. Went to different middle schools. Stop being friends. Went to different high school. Stop being friends. Randomly, <laughs> my grandma ran into his mom at the post office. Told his mom I needed a day for prom. Ended oh. up taking him to my prom. We had been like hanging out a little bit again before that. Mm-hmm. I started to like him, and so we went to prom, and I was like excited. Yeah. Why did he make out with some other girl at the after party? Cause ain't shit. Cause they ain't shit. Holes and tricks. Here's the secret. Secret. <laughs> years later, years. La- this is when I, after I had moved to DC, he was like, he sent me a message on Facebook and was like, because we had a, like a thing back and forth, okay. where and there was a period afterwards where we were like hanging out daily, and I okay. started to like him again, and he played me, um, and he sent a message um, years later. Meanwhile, he had like a whole entire girlfriend that they had moved out to another state. <gasps> But he was like, um, you know, I just wanted to let you know that you're, like, really amazing, really beautiful inside and out. Like, I don't, you know, I kick myself every day for not stepping to you right. Save that for Oprah. Ain't nobody got time for that. Say that for your girlfriend. It's like, for real. You send her sweet nothings. Yeah, send like, her sweet nothings. I ain't got time. I moved on. And he was like, so we're going to have babies together. Like, I was like, you're. See? Mm-hmm. See how they always try to come back? I don't know. This, this. This person yep. came back, and he the, the day before I found out he proposed to this girl, he called me. I was at work. I was working the overnight shift. I'll never forget. I miss you. You know, I'm mm. about to take this next step in my life, but I really want to see, like, is there t- opportunity for us? And I matured. I was so proud of myself. And I was like, hell no <laughs> to the no, no. So, and he's like, dang, I'm so sorry, you know, blah, blah, blah. I bet you are. Yep, click, you know, and then he proposed and they've been happy. But I think it was supposed to happen that way, you know, sad in the moment. And I got a little bit of dignity to be like, yes, I have the power. And I'm saying, no, no, you're going to miss me. And I was like, for a split second, I was like, he's going to call me back like a week later. But no, he he definitely proposed and moved on with his life. So, um, but yeah, they come checking on you just trying yeah, to be like is there still up. a chance no there's no chance the same chance you had the last no is that chance is gone it's over so over 
No. So have you ever caught someone's social media stalking you? No. You know, you do that slip of the hand thing. Exactly. I've done it a couple times. I was I never, ask if you did it. Yeah, I've done it a couple times. I'm like, oh, dang. Joy, I got, got my sister. I'm like, I got to move to China. Because <laughs> <laughs> they've seen. A double tap. Yes, 16 week old picture. Yes, and my always like, <laughs> I think you have 30 seconds. You can remove it in like 30 seconds before it's a notification to the person. I was like, girl, by that time. Right. It, it's, they already it's got too late. it. It's right. over. <laughs> yeah. You know? So now I just look like a weirdo. But I think everyone does it. Okay, it's like a thing that everyone does. Yeah, if you don't do it well, okay, good for you. Kudos. <laughs> but the large majority of us, we do, we do, so you know, social media stalk. And from time to time, be it a guy or a girl, you're looking at the page, trying to see what they're doing in their life and what story they tried to cultivate on their on their social media platform. And um, you just might hit. It's, and the thing that gets me is when I'm laying down and I'm scrolling with my thumb and I'm, I'm half asleep or half tired, that's when I do it. I got to be fully awake and alert. <laughs> you, know, you gotta leave it in thumbnail mode and then when you find a right. picture that you actually want to look at in detail then you click on the picture and then you take your thumb and you know you, and you enlarge it to see what you're trying to look at you know you gotta be careful his ugly face because <laughs> he ugly yes. let's yeah. be real <laughs> he really was never ugly no. <laughs> you know we learned a lot there's cultural differences because he was something. he was um he was Dominican and Puerto Rican too, oh. so yeah, 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 yeah. So I learned a lot about um, the Hispanic culture too. So it was really, um, it was a, it was a, it was a nice time in high school, but it's also it was high school. Yeah. So yeah, that's it was right. high school for high school. Anywho, those are all my questions. Oh, that's fun. Thanks for listening to this episode of Situationships. If you like this episode, please leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcast. Become an official Situationships Boothang by donating to the podcast Patreon page. I'll love you forever. And don't forget to connect with me and the Situationships podcast community on social media. The pod is on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Situationships Pod. If you have a story you want to share on the podcast, email me at situationshipspod at gmail.com. And lastly, to stay up to date on the events, stories, and news for the podcast, sign up at situationshipspodcast.com. Talk to you soon. Bye, y'all.